I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello, angels, and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. I cannot start this episode without acknowledging how amazing you guys are for the support on the launch of the journals. You guys, at this point in time, we have sold half of the stock of the first drop and the stock hasn't even actually arrived yet. I'm still waiting for it to arrive so I can start packing your orders, but I'm feeling like we're going to sell out before the stock has even arrived and I haven't even sent it to you guys yet. So firstly, thank you so much if you have hopped on and ordered. I will be hopefully shipping your orders out by the end of this week. And if you guys are still on the fence about it, that's so fine. I understand, but it is such a beautiful thing to invest in yourself or to get for someone as a gift. And if you are thinking about it, I've done a little bit of a like journal with me reel and TikTok if you want to go watch that just to get a bit more of like an idea of how the journal works. But other than that, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much. Whether you've purchased or not, whoever has like reached out to me to celebrate with me, who's congratulated me, who's just like in my corner right now with this, like it's such a really big deal for me. And I'm very, very happy with how it's going so far and how I'm sure it's going to continue to grow. Your your support, I feel it. It means so much to me. I love you all so much. And let's get into today's episode. We are bringing in a little bit of a hype up episode today and I've been wanting to record something like this since I began, but it was just like hard to like find a little niche hype up episode that you could always come back to whenever you needed just that little reminder. And like I always say, if I don't feel like something's happening in my general day-to-day life, I find it hard to like come up with something. So right now, let's just say I might be feeling triggered and that's why I've thought, no, I'm not letting this challenge me. I'm going to make this my bitch. And so this is going to be something for you to take on as well. And it's for any part of life, any way it relates to you. And of course, you'll come back and listen to this and you'll find it relay in other ways. So today's episode is all about knowing your worth and That can be in a relationship, a friendship, in your work, in your business, whatever it might be, whatever you find relevant for you. But for me, like something I continue to have to like reset myself and I, I know it comes up when I'm not in my full power. And I'm always saying like you attract what you are and what you put out, you get back. And so sometimes when something falls out of alignment, I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I not showing up like to have attracted this to happen? And sometimes the universe just likes to throw you a little curveball just to see how you go and how you handle it. And I feel like that's what it's doing to me. And I don't know, ever since starting a business, 
like compared to when I worked for somebody else, like let's just go back a few years when I was extremely young and working in a very serious workplace where we're dealing with a lot of clients and through COVID and through hardships and a lot of things were going on in the industry, building industry. I was so like emotional at work all the time, like things really triggered me. I was dealing with other people's emotions a lot as well and fairly very overwhelmed all the time and like I could never, like I felt very helpless I guess was the word and I could never do enough to satisfy somebody. And then fast forward to like starting my own business and I just don't let things get me down as much as I did when I worked for somebody else I don't know, I put my heart and soul into my job both now and then, but at the same time, now I'm just like, because it's me and I'm showing up with my worth, with my value, if someone doesn't see that, I don't have time for that. And this isn't just in my work, this is in my friendships too, and of course in relationships. And it's something I'm very, very confident about. And if someone doesn't see that, then I don't waste any more time with it. So I'm not really feeling triggered right now. I've already overcome it. I've gone through the five stages of grief very quickly. And I'm just like, you know what? This isn't something that I'm going to let affect me in this moment because I've got bigger fish to fry and so do you. So we're always going to have something come up and it's going to trigger us. But you have to remember that this is just a blip. Like life goes on, the world keeps spinning. And is your problem going to matter in five years? No. So let's deal with it right now, right in front of us. And let's not waste a single time worrying about it, being angry about it, being upset about it. I know I'm always like, if something does really affect you and it really hits you hard and it does make you emotional, process that. Like let yourself feel it. If you need to cry, cry. I'm just a bit silly and I push through too much sometimes. So don't listen to me when I say don't cry like I want you to feel your emotion it's come up for a reason it's valid but don't let it overwhelm you don't let it overcome your day it's a five minute thing let it be an issue for five minutes go what do what you need to do go and take a few deep breaths walk around the block breathe some fresh air have a shower scream listen to music do a workout, go for a run, do whatever you need to do to feel through that and move through it. And then this is the hype up that you're going to need. This is the hype up that you want. This is the hype up that you shouldn't even need for something that's triggered you. This should just be your daily mantra for everything you do, everywhere you go. This should be ringing in the back of your mind so you always remember that you are worth every cent and cell that you are. First things first, You are a luxury, full stop. Your being, your existence, your energy, you're luxurious for someone to have in their life. Everything about you is a luxury because you bring so much to the table. You bring so much to being in somebody else's life and presence that it's a complete luxury and they need to treat you as such. I want you to think of three things about yourself that you consider a luxury and you can put this into different compartments so we can first think about it within our friendships. What three values are in you that you bring to your friendships that you consider a luxury? 
For me, I definitely think I bring a positive energy to my friendships. When we're hanging out as a group, I'm always the one that wants to bring something back to be in a positive conversation or bring in a, like a positive vibe and energy so that people around me feel at ease and feel like they can talk about like big, exciting wins and big things. I, I'm not someone who walks around with a negative vibe. Like it's always toxically positive. And if it's not, and someone will pull me up on it and be like, hey, where's the positive vibes? So that's how much I emanate positivity. The second value I feel I bring to my friendships is support. And whatever someone's telling me about their life is I'll sometimes give unsolicited advice, but I always want the best for my friends. And so if they're telling me something, I want to offer words of support wisdom and like encouragement to ensure that they feel like whatever they're going through they're going to be okay they're going to get through it they're going to have like so much support from me and I want them to have the best case scenario I'll help them if they need help with something like I'm always just going to be a really big support for my friends because I know how much it means and how much we all need support from our friends so I feel like that's another luxury I bring to my friendship group And thirdly, I would say being able to unite multiple kinds of people together and like I have a sense of unity, like I I get along with so many different people from so many different walks of life and I have a really broad friendship group because I make friends with people of all different backgrounds and I want to have different friends for different, you know, things I do and go to and, and connect with people for different reasons and so I have that ability then to like bring people together and unite them and help people meet each other to like get along with each other if they if I think they're going to have similar interests etc and like you know at school I was always someone that tried to be friends and kind to everyone because I always wanted to feel included myself and I think everyone deserves to be included in something so I think that's something I really do consider and strive for is to make sure everyone feels inclusive and to make sure that we can all like find a connection with someone in some way. And I love when I like, I'm someone who loves to have quite a gathering when it's my birthday, just the Sagittarius in me. And I like to have different friends come together to like meet each other and to all hang out because I want all my favorite people in the one place. So yeah, I think those are my three things that I bring to a friendship. And I think that just makes me a valuable person in a friendship group or to be around one-on-one. I just think they're my top three friendship values. So I want you to think about those two as well for when you're in your friendship group. So just like pause, have a minute to think about what yours might be. And and again, like another way you can think about it is if you were to ask your friends this and you can go and do this, what would they say are your three values? And think about what your, your friends' values are that you think, oh, that friend is really good for that or that friend is really good for that. Next, like let's think about it in a relationship. Whether you are currently in a relationship or you're single, it doesn't matter. We all know what we bring to a romantic connection. And so like thinking about what you bring to your current one and know that that that, that is a real luxury for your partner, that they get to experience that with you. Or in the future, like you know that, your person is going to be fucking lucky because they get this because 
you're their partner and it's a luxury for them to have you because of these three things. To keep it like super generic for relationship examples, I feel like number one, like having really honest, clear communication is such a luxury because a lot of people don't have that in relationships or people clash in the way that they try to communicate and some partners aren't very good at being clear and honest and others like need confirmation reassurance so I think it is a pretty big luxury to have a really clear communication channel in a relationship that goes both ways and in that it's a way that like you understand each other's way of communicating so like if you need them to like give you an update of like hey like I'm super busy I won't be able to talk to you today um but yeah I'll catch up with you later in the week or like I'll call you later on like just setting that clear communication at the start so there's nothing to worry about leaving the other person feeling worried or whatever of course trust comes into this as well and everyone is different but communication is so important with everything so that is a luxury when you find someone that meets your communication needs like hang on to that obviously safety is a pretty big one in relationships and not just in like you feel safe around that person and like having them in your space or having them with you makes you feel like protected at all times like that's great but feeling safe in like a way that you and again it aligns with trust and like making sure that that person makes you feel like you're the only person that they're worried about or thinking about and they're not going to go and do anything else with anyone else like you feel safe you feel secure in that relationship and that you trust this person with your life and they're gonna always have your back and look out for you and you know that you feel safe with somebody from very early on in a relationship and in a connection because like your energy around them feels very calm and cool collected you feel quite chill around them like of course we get nervous when we're like starting to see somebody but at the same time like when you're with them you're not like completely just like feeling sick or feeling like you can't talk or whatever like you just have this real at ease feeling with them and that's a really great sign of feeling safe because like I, I we talked about this in the episode with Gabrielle like talking about astrology and everything and how we can definitely start to feel like if someone isn't quite right for us because we don't have that good easy feeling we feel a little bit like sick I always feel sick around people that aren't right for me like well in the past anyway like that's definitely a sign when I look back and be like oh I definitely didn't feel safe around that person not that they were going to do anything to me but like it's just your body saying like this isn't right you know and hey like relationship values and luxuries don't just have to be about things like this it can be you know something super kinky or it can be about you know you're really good at cooking and you're really good at cleaning <laughs> like it honestly or vice versa like whatever you bring to your relationship and that you enjoy and you know that's a luxury that you bring that to the relationship and that they're not going to get particular things from being with other people like whatever you know that is a freaking luxury that you have then note that down and make sure they know it and make sure that they're like going to appreciate that too because if you think that these things are a luxury and that other person doesn't appreciate that then I don't know that's not really feeling aligned either 
so this could be something you talk about like early on in a relationship or like you know what do you see as a real thing uh, like what a real luxury but at the same time is this just like bare minimum <laughs> you're talking to the wrong girl <laughs> I clearly don't have a lot of relationship advice because I haven't been in a serious relationship. So look, don't really take it on from me, but I've seen my friends and family go through lots of relationships and different situations. So I've tallied my advice into one. <laughs> my my luxury in relationships, I'm a very good cook and I love cooking. And I love like hyping people up like when they're like my friends, when they're really close to me, I want to see that person do so well and be the best version of themselves. And like I'll do everything in my power to help them like feel good about themselves and feel confident in themselves. And like I like love to make sure people know just how amazing they are. And I think that's a real luxury like to have someone just like be your number one hype up is epic and like that's of course what I want in a relationship too like is someone to make me feel like I'm the best thing ever and what I'm doing is amazing and like they support me and everything like that like we all deserve that and like whilst we're on the topic of relationships and like being single and all these things you should never have to feel like you need to change yourself to be good enough for anyone else like that's that is not at all what needs to happen ever like I often as someone who is single do think these things occasionally and be like oh what if I changed this or what if I did that or like you know it all comes down to what you are and who you are at your core and when you can be your most authentic self and be confident in yourself and know your worth and know that you're a luxury then that's when you attract your your match because if we go and change things about ourselves that are just cosmetic and just our appearance and what we look like, if we haven't changed ourselves at our core to be the best version we can be mentally and spiritually, spiritually and emotionally, like our physical self doesn't matter. And like we, you know, we all know that attraction isn't something that can always be physical. Like it's something that we feel on an energetic level. Like I know as soon as I meet someone how I feel and like where my energy feels with that person. So like I can't change that once I've gotten, like if I've known someone for a long time, if I've never felt an energetic pull towards them, I'm never going to feel it. You can just tell, like it's so easy to tell when it's on, it's on, when it's off, it's off. Like (laughs) there's no changing energy unless someone has done work to fully change their energy. Do you know what I mean? Whereas appearance wise, like, of course, we can walk around and say that person's attractive or that person's attractive or that person's, you know, needs to like work on their style. But at the end of the day, like we're attracted to something so much deeper than what someone looks like or the way someone's hair is. So like never think that you need to go and change your physical self. You, If you ever feel like you're not feeling confident in yourself, think about how you can change your emotional and spiritual and energetic self like how can you show up in a room where you feel more confident in your energy rather than what you look like and I often will like take time out if I'm not feeling myself like even like for example if you're on a night out and you're just feeling like 
not fully in your highest vibration like take a minute out go to the bathroom and be like no like I am operating on a high frequency like I am magnetic like I am a high vibe and just sort of talk yourself back into being like no my frequency is high and everyone is like going to like notice that and I did this when I was in Queensland one night and I just was like I was feeling crook as, so <laughs> I really had to talk myself into feeling better. I wasn't drunk or anything. I was literally just feeling sick. And I fully went into the bathroom at this place. We're out for drinks, um, like pretty early in the night. And I was just like, no, like I am magnetic right now. And when I walk out of this bathroom, everyone is going to notice me. And I shit you not, I walked down the stairs from the bathroom and through this full bar, like a restaurant, this massive venue full of people and like every single table, like eyes were on me. It was as if like there was a spotlight on me and I just was like laughing because I was like, how did I just do that? But I don't know, there was also this weird thing about like Marilyn Monroe and like the way she like would flick her energy on and it's a thing, like you literally can turn on your magnetic energy and have people just like all of a sudden like look at you it's all in your mind babe it's all in your mind energy is the only way we see and feel so like at the end of the day nothing else really matters but energy so remember that and always come back to that if you ever just don't feel great think okay why is my energy like this and how can I shift my energy and my energetic frequency because if your energy is off and your energy is low, that's exactly what's going to be looking at you as well. Like everything comes back to you like a boomerang. It's in this moment that you realize if you are showing up in your energy, you are showing up as your most authentic self. You know that what you do and what you give and your value and everything is the best you can be and you know your worth, you know who you are and what you bring to the table. And if that isn't being energetically matched, then you need to really realize that you it's time to walk away from people that aren't appreciating you and that don't see your value and who whose energy isn't aligned with yours. And if you're walking away feeling like they don't really care about you or support you or also would do what you would do for them in a way that makes you feel like a balanced friendship or relationship like it's not one-sided and it just feels like icky and you feel drained and you just know that that isn't a healthy balanced relationship or friendship then yeah walk away like it's hard to walk away from relationships it's hard to walk away from friendships of course have a conversation with these people and let them know how you feel if that's the case and if you don't feel like they're listening and they're not like understanding that you feel like you're putting more in or like asking them what they could help do to balance out the friendship so that you feel like they actually do care about you and do value like sometimes people do just need to be like a little wake-up call to be called out because I know from experience as well like some people and we sometimes are just in our own little bubble and we don't realize that we're not paying enough attention to our friends or to our partner or to somebody who might really need us and don't know how to ask us for that or we're too like consumed in our own world that we're not asking them how they're going 
we're all like definitely guilty of that. So I think it's just sometimes, yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely availability to have that conversation before you just like completely cut somebody out. Um, But then you can like often start to drift away and then you can tell that people still haven't like realized that because they just, (laughs) I guess people also aren't used to boundaries if you haven't ever set them with them. And so like if they're just angry at you or like being passive aggressive and like again still not considering your feelings and they're just like playing the victim or like coming at you for something then it's just like that was why you walked away do you know what I mean anyway let's move on from relationships and friendships you guys know your bloody worth by now surely surely you should be in healthy positive abundant fulfilling equal healthy amazing relationships and friendships And if you do feel scared to walk away from a group of friends because you think you're going to have no friends, that's that's the first step you need to do to find the right friends. You're going to go do more things that you love and that bring you joy. You're obviously not doing that if you're stuck with people that you don't like align with. Go start playing a sport at a different club. Go sport. Go start like a new hobby. Go and like work at a part-time job that you might like meet fun more people I don't know like there's so many ways we meet friends um by putting yourself out there make friends with the people that like where you get your coffee from every day or buy your lunch from like I when I first moved to my coastal beach house lifestyle like it was during COVID and I didn't know anyone my age living here and you like couldn't go out on the weekends or whatever. But I literally just made friends with the ladies at the cafe where I'd get my coffee from on my way to work and stuff. And I still have such amazing relationships with all of them there and especially like a lot of their staff has like come and gone. But still like I have created awesome relationships. You have to take away age sometimes. Like you might not always find people your own age to be friends with, but that shouldn't like stop you from making friends with people. I think we learn a lot from people who are different ages to us, whether they're older or younger. Like I think that's how we grow and evolve in life. If we always have people doing the same things as us, like how we meant to learn. So it's nice having like friends that you like went to school with or go to school with or go to uni with and stuff like that. But it's so much more like fulfilling and like you find yourself learning and growing a lot more from people that you spend time with who do other things and who have done things before you and they're good at giving advice and supporting you. So I found that really helpful when I first moved here. And then obviously like your workplace is going to be a a place where you can meet people. But if you're not doing something that you really love, you might not always find the right people in the same job or like yeah there might be people that trigger you and stuff and it's okay to walk away from that workplace if that's the case and you're not feeling like supported and it's not a safe environment so yeah I know it's so much easier to say walk away walk away walk away but I I've also known how it feels to like keep yourself somewhere that doesn't fulfill you and when you finally do break contact or break contact, break the cycle or like break off the friendship, whatever, and walk away, 
and cut ties and cut energetic ties mainly, you just feel this weight lift off you. Like I've been there, trust me. So yeah, the longer you hold on, the longer it's stopping you from better things. Remember that. Finally, when it comes to work, and I know I can easily deep dive on being a business owner and I I don't mean to do that and I don't mean to say this is only relevant for people who own a business because I experienced this when I was just an employee too. Like I know that we're not all out here running businesses. So please don't feel like I'm ever saying that. It just comes out because that's obviously what is my norm. So this is for people who are business owners, of course, but this is also for anyone who has a job and ever feels like as an employee or an employer that you do not get reciprocated appreciation for what you do and for what you 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 know and how you can help others and people come to you no matter what you do for a reason for your service and we all have a value a price value for our service and if someone doesn't understand like where that value comes in and they like don't feel like they're getting a matched value, then like I guess that's an opportunity for you to be like, okay, am I not charging the right amount for like my service or is that person just not seeing the actual value in what they're getting and they just can't match the price point? And like every business again is different as well. If it's something that people aren't used to, like I've always worked in the building and design and construction industry. So it's a high paid it's a high expensive industry like if you're building a house it's expensive if you're designing a house it's expensive like it's just known to be like that of course you can do things on a budget and it's all possible but you're not paying hundreds of dollars you're paying thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars on projects like this so like it the people you're dealing with have to be extremely knowledgeable and have to be very much like involved in the process for you to have a seamless project and for it to like for you to get the outcome that you want you have to employ people along the way and if you just don't see the value in like some people then that's fine but the thing that kills me sometimes is like people don't see the value in an interior designer because like they just think it's not a necessity, which it, I guess they're not. But compare that to, you know, the builder, the tiler, like let's just say you're building a house, like you you need an electrician, a plumber, builders, carpenters, tilers, carpet layers, window installers. In We need all kinds of trades to come together to make a project happen. And like, yeah, they're all expensive trades, but we don't know if they're pro like if what they're charging is like really ridiculously high or like not high enough but we don't like really bat an eyelid because it's just like oh it's got to be done like I need an electrician yeah you might get a few quotes but like at the same time you just pay the electrician because you need their them to do their job and half the time you like hope that they do what you want and it might not get done like with every trade to your desire and the reason for it is because you probably haven't hired a project manager or a designer to make sure those things happen the way you they meant to and 
yeah, I guess that's the step that an interior designer might not impact the project as a whole. They're not the one doing the physical labor, but they're the one that like logistic, do the logistics of it all and they can help you make sure you pick the right trades. They can help you pick the right things for the build and know how to go to appointments with you and know what like these trades or suppliers are asking you and like what you need and how to explain things to you in a way that you understand it and how to like make sure that your vision gets completed the way you like it to and making sure that the trades follow through on that vision. Like I could talk to him blue in the face about how important designers play a part in a project and why they are valued at the way they are. And if you, I guess like it'd be amazing to like run a project and do like a test group and see like how one project went without an interior designer and how one goes with an interior designer or this doesn't just have to be interior designers it could be with like an architect or a drafty who play more of a project management role um like just any kind of designer in general and see how the vision comes through at the end as per the client's requirements because like the other thing is the interior designer is the person you're building the relationship with and they want the best for you Whereas like you're just like having trades and suppliers come in and out of the project and they've got so much other work going on. Like we all have lots of other projects or whatever, um, but they won't ever make you feel as like important or as special as like your designer will because they get to know you on the next level. Yeah, I just find it like a little bit frustrating when people can't see the value but they're happy to go and pay someone else like not realizing what costs hidden costs might be in that for them to get their project done I don't know like and this is obviously just I'm losing my voice this is obviously just my like experience so far and I get it I'm young I'm like relatively new to the industry like I've only been in the industry for like five years and so I'm probably not at a level that people like, and I definitely experience ages, like people being a bit ageist, but like, and obviously being a young female, whatever, like I get it, been through it all, whatever. But sometimes I just don't think people give me the opportunity to like prove to them like, okay, you're going to be so happy with your project at the end because you've invested in me and I'm going to like move mountains for you. Like I, when you work with me, I do everything in my power to let things happen the best way they can for you. Like I ask anyone who's worked with me, like I bring so much to my projects and to my clients. And it's because I don't want to walk away from something feeling like I haven't done the best I can either. Like I give 110% to every single project. So yeah, when people sort of like don't get too far into it, I'm just like, that's a real shame because you could have had such an epic opportunity and you could be having a much more stress-free experience because like you've hired someone to help you and that is what you're paying them for. Like you're paying someone for their time at the end of the day and like the heartache that is saving you and the confusion and like if you've never done something like this before, you obviously feel very overwhelmed and don't know what to do first and and a designer is just help like there to help you on your process and on the journey and I don't want to go on and on and out on about it anymore but so when someone does say like you know I just um 
I can't afford to go ahead with it, whatever. That's fine. Like I totally understand people's circumstances are very different. And with the world we're living in, I know it's a luxury to have an interior design on your project. But that's exactly what it is. It's a luxury. And I know that there are people out there who are willing to invest in that luxury and who see the value in it, who want me for my like for what I bring to them and for my worth and for my knowledge for the time I give and dedicate to a project and to make sure they get what they want and I'm happy to work my butt off for it and there comes a price with it that's like that's the way I've got to do it otherwise I'm you know pushing myself to extremes without getting what I deserve for it and I just have a lot of confidence in myself so I'm happy to be like well if you don't see that value then that's totally understandable I know that it's not for everyone and some people just want to go and and do their project on their own once they've had you know like a meeting or two and they feel confident to go and do it that's so fine and that's what I want to bring from an initial concept meet like initial site meeting with someone is the confidence that they can go and do it themselves. Like I'll give you everything you need to know in this meeting, tell you what I would do, whatever, give you my advice, give you some recommendations, show you some inspo, whatever you need for your project. And if you want to just go off and figure it out on your own, be my guest. But I'm here if you need and if you choose to invest in me, I won't let you down. So like that's my my vision. You guys, just at the end of the day, we all know who the fuck we are and how to come back into embodying that and knowing that if anyone comes across your way who doesn't match you, doesn't mirror you, who doesn't appreciate you, value you, see your worth, they're just simply not worth your time and they're not worth crying about, they're not worth wasting tears on, they're not worth like fighting, chasing, trying to get them back. That whole analogy about when you get bitten by a snake you don't try and chase the snake and get back at it. You just like let it go because it's got to go and like get onto its next victim while you just need to take care of yourself. You can't like do anything otherwise you're going to poison yourself. So by literally just letting something go that isn't like good for you and who has like literally done something so awful to you that is not worth coming back from or even if it's just like a slight inconvenience and you're just like, nope, that doesn't match me and I'm not letting that like that person get away with treating me like that or whatever it might be. It's fine. You move on. You're the bigger person. You've got the higher power and you're only going to open up an opportunity for someone better or something better to walk in. That's literally how it works. And the quicker we move through those feelings and thoughts, I say this like a ticking time bomb, but it honestly is just the way it works. I have so much evidence of that with things that have happened to me. And I don't have time to be thinking or worrying about people who aren't thinking or worrying or care about me. And so we move on. We focus on the people that do see our value, who do see us for who we are, who love us, value us, and find the worth in us. Otherwise, you know what? Life is just too short to give a fuck about people who don't give a fuck about you.